ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from under the big top in Northwest Indiana, it's the Composer Drop! Yeah, it's me, I'm the Compulsive Giraffe. That's, uh, that's what that little tagline said there when the dude yelled it at the end. He was actually saying compulsive giraffe. And if you haven't figured it out yet, the production values of this podcast are, <laughs> let's just say they leave a little something to be desired. This is one dude with a microphone, a Mac, and garage band. And uh, there you go. Instant podcast. Welcome to the show. My name is Will. I am the Compulsive Giraffe. And, and on this first podcast episode, we're going to go ahead and call this the Giraffe Speaks. Now, why is that something? Why is that a thing? Well, it's a thing because about a year or so ago, I was unemployed and quite bored. And, and I put together a blog uh, and I called that blog The Compulsive Giraffe. And it basically was just whatever whatever kind of shit just, you know, fell into my head. I'd, I'd talk about it for a little while. And, and as we went on there, I thought to myself, you know, this is kind of a pain in the ass writing all this stuff down. I'd, I'd much rather just talk about stuff. And, um, and so, of course, you know, podcast, boom. Well, that's just an easy transition, right? And uh, wouldn't you know, I, I went ahead and got myself a job and uh, and all that kind of fell to the wayside, but I'm back and I might add gainfully employed with a, a company that I really, really like a lot, but I'm here and, uh, and we're going and this is number one. So welcome everybody. And, and really that's to my, to my family right now, because I'm pretty sure you, you guys are the only one that's, and, and I'm not even sure that you're listening, but, but God, I hope so. Um, who am I? Well, I'm, I'm just a guy. There is absolutely positively nothing special uh, about me. I'm just a guy who lives in Indiana under the big top, as my promo says, and, uh, and I'm originally born and raised in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love, but I'm just a guy. And, and so when you, when you think about, well, you know, why, why should I listen to this guy? You know, the answer is I, I, I have no idea why. <laughs> None. But, but did you ever think to yourself, man, I, I have some crazy thoughts. No one's ever had thoughts like these. Well, guess what? Uh, I probably have. So, so you're not alone. And I'll probably talk about that. You know, give, give voice to the madness inside your head, as it were. And look, I, again, I, I don't expect everybody to agree with what I'm saying. I mean, I'd be a fool to do that. Only politicians expect everybody to agree with what they're saying. But I'm, but I'm still going to say it. And, and, and the, the cool thing is I'm going to let you say it, too. So as we get into this two-way banter, which is kind of weird, really, since I'm really just sitting in my office uh, talking into a microphone, it's hard to even think that there could be two-way capabilities here. But I expect there will be either on the blog or Facebook. Um, and so as I as I mentioned previously, you know, to to 
to stay in line with the whole production values theme. I'm not trying to sell this podcast, so I don't have a group of handlers, you know, PR people who are trying to get as much exposure as I can and I'm going to go out and find advertisers and, and I'm just, that's just not going to happen. I, I'm really, I'm just, seriously, I'm going to put this out uh, whenever I do it to my Facebook friends. So a couple hundred of you that that I'm friends with on Facebook and the 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 20 people that <laughs> that follow me on Twitter. I'm going to put it out there and that's how you're going to know. And look, if somebody else wants to listen, fantastic. You know that's great. You know, what whatever whatever we can do, you know, to to get people to get people talking. But that's it, man. That's that's really what it's it. That's really what this is. It's it's a guy talking into a microphone about stuff that's on his mind and and more than likely stuff that's been on your mind. And I'm going to I'm going to give you some perspective. I'm going to I'm going to tell stories. I'm going to maybe look at current events. You know, I can talk about those. I mean, hell, all I got to do is pull up a, a, a media page and, and I've got an hour's worth of content. So there's going to be all kinds of stuff. We, we might talk about the news. We might talk about movies, sports, books, pop culture, that kind of stuff. The show is not going to be scripted it, cause it's, because it's really not a thing. It's, it's really just a, a stream of consciousness, if you will. Don't you hate it when people say that, if you will? Well, I don't know if you will or not. I'm the one that said it. But it's going to be stream of consciousness, and, and it's not going to last for 10 hours. It, it's, I, I mean, I'm mad props to those people that can sit in front of a microphone and talk for three hours. I am not one of them. It's not going to happen. I mean, you know, I, I may do a podcast that's 15 minutes long. I may do a podcast that maybe is 45 minutes long. But an hour, that's going to be it, man. Tops an hour. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 there's no rules. I'm not trying to fit into a program. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a square peg and, and I'm just going to say stuff, whatever's on my mind. Hopefully I won't piss too many people off, but that's it. As far as agenda goes, I don't listen to that many podcasts. So, so I don't know the rules. Maybe there are rules to this. I don't know. I'm just going to wing it and we'll see what happens. I'm just a guy with a computer and a microphone who's got a lot on my mind. And, so I'm told, a lot to say. So this is it. So who, who are you listening to? Who is the compulsive giraffe? Well, um, I'm old. I'm, I'm very old. I'm, I'm, I'm white, mid-50s, and, and currently, well, I say currently, but that's probably in perpetuity, out of shape. I've grown kids. Uh, I have a granddaughter who lives with me. She's three next month. So I'm highly energized. I'm a big hockey fan. I like old school football and baseball. Uh, I used to love playing basketball, but I just can't stand watching it on the pro level. I like college, I guess. During, you know, I like watching March Madness, but, you know, <laughs> given this past March Madness, uh, I don't know that we'll even see that again. I play piano. I play guitar. I'm not great. Uh, but I'm good enough for, for me to listen to. I ride a motorcycle. Not enough. Uh, but, I, but I ride whenever I can. I'm an avid reader. Uh, dark fantasy mostly. I don't watch TV. Uh, but for an occasional show that somebody might refer me to. I draw 
you know, stuff. I draw stuff like, you know, houses and sheep and deer and comic book characters. And, and, uh, and that's about it. So hopefully you've found something in, in these first nine minutes to identify with. And if not, that's okay. You probably will at some point. What else can I tell you? I'm in the corporate world. I've been up and down the corporate ladder, but I guess I've, I've not yet found a rung that I'm really comfortable with. And I love my wife. I'm, I'm a guy that uh, loves his wife. Uh, we've been married for 33 years. I've, I've never met a better person. She could do a lot better than me. I mean, a, across the board, but we seem right for each other. And after 35 years, well, we've got it figured out. So, um, so there's the 30,000 foot view of the, uh, of the compulsive giraffe. And since we'll, we'll more than likely be topic focused, today's topic is reality. What is it? Seriously, how do you identify reality? I think Morpheus said it best. What is real? How do you define real? This is a terrible Morpheus, by the way. If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. And yeah, that's real, especially if you're stuck in the matrix. <laughs> but, but what if you're not in the matrix? Unless all of this is the matrix. But here we are, right? We're in the real world. You know, we're hanging out. We're, we're enjoying our time here together. What do, we, what do we determine as real? Is it what we can see? So if I go outside and, and, and grab a handful of grass and smell it, and I can pretty much say that without exception that this is grass. So that's my reality. My reality is that's grass. Why is that grass? Because I know what grass is. I can go out, I can pick up a handful, smell it, and that's grass. Well, what if you've never seen grass before? What if you've never seen grass before and suddenly you're transported to my yard and you grab a handful of it and smell it? You go, well, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> what is this? It's grass. Well, what's grass? What you're smelling? Well, I, I don't know what this is. Well, it's grass. And, and on and on and on and on and on. And so without going into that you know, circular logic, you think about what your reality is. We all have an inherent set of prejudices and biases, a worldview, if you will, a narrative. I said, if you will, again, God, I hate when I do that, a narrative, because, you know, our lives have developed over time and there are certain things that we very closely identify with and they become part of our makeup. So that's our worldview. When we hear things, on the news or on the radio or if we're just surfing the interwebs and we see something that relates well to our worldview, we're, we have a, a, a much faster tendency to grab that and say, yeah, that's real. That's real because it makes sense because it makes sense to me. And if it makes sense to me, well, then that's real. But I challenge you. I challenge, I challenge you if you're listening to this to, to not Take everything as real. Challenge everything. Question everything. Real has never been more subjective than it is right now. And that's a fact. And now you're saying to yourself, well, I can't even count on real. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. Because real is subjective. 
Again, how many times have you seen something on the television? Let's call it a sports play, right? Your favorite sport. You see a play, you hear two different people describe that play in two completely different ways. Now, you know what you saw because you saw it with your own two eyes. And yet, two talking heads on sports networks are describing what you saw completely differently than how you saw it. Now, if if they have access to information maybe that you don't, okay, that gives them a little bit of insight. But if they're watching the same play you are for the first time, and they're telling you this is not what you saw, question it. Question it. And look, I'm I'm not feeding into, I don't want to feed into anybody's sense of paranoia that nothing's real. Because while nothing's real, everything is real. There, there you go. Let's Let's go down that rabbit hole. I'm simply saying that reality is subjective. And let's not just assume what we see and hear is reality. So question it. Question it. It makes sense to do that. There's something out there. It's been around for a long time. It was identified in the, in the 1970s as a thing. It's called the illusory truth effect. Now, what the illusory truth effect is, the tendency to believe false information to be correct after repeated exposure. So what that means is that when you hear something multiple times, repeatedly, day after day, week after week, month after month, you will have a tendency to believe that thing to be true. Whatever it is. Because when we assess truth, right? When we, when we try to figure out what our reality is, it has to be familiar. It, it, as I mentioned previously, if it falls within our worldview, our comfort zone, it's familiar. And if it's familiar, as is something that is told to us every day, then that becomes reality. And so w- what I'm getting at here is, especially today, you hear so many things. You see so many things. You hear about peaceful protests and then you watch buildings burn and, and you have a hard time reconciling the two. Well, that's because it's all bullshit. <laughs> that's, why you're, that's why you're having a hard time recon- reconciling the two because it's bullshit. And what I'm telling you is, for your own sanity, and and mine as well, question everything. Just because you hear it every single day doesn't make it true. No matter how much you want it to be true, it doesn't make it true. So when you see something, especially something provocative, I mean, look, we're being blasted today. I mean, blasted today. We're getting it from the left and from the right and from the top and from the bottom. And we're getting so much information. <laughs> Whenever I hear the word information, I think of Newman from, uh, from Seinfeld. When you control the mail, you control information. I don't know. That's funny to me. Where was I? Yeah. So again, we're being bombarded with data, with these gigantic images, with larger than life stuff. 
I live in a small town in Indiana. I walk downtown. I talk to people. There is a disconnect between what I hear and see on the television every day and what exists in my small town. Perspective is a wonderful thing. Don't look at something with hindsight bias. Look at something for what it is. And if it's bullshit, then call it out as bullshit. It's really as simple as that. And I guess what I'm saying is trust has to be earned. When I was a kid, Walter Cronkite was the news. He was the news. And there was Harry K. Reasoner and, I mean, just a handful of people. But you knew when you listened to these guys that what you were hearing was real. Whether it was a man landing on the moon for the first time or, or the Woodstock Love Fest, you knew if Cronkite talked about it, it was real. You can't say that anymore. Everybody has a different brand that they want you to buy into. And they're only going to push those things about their brand that they want you to know. You know, look, I'm in sales, right? If I'm trying to sell something, I don't talk about the things about that thing which suck. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, right? I'm going to talk about those things which are phenomenal, amazing, things you can't live without. Just pretend that everybody on the television who's telling you shit is a salesman and you'll be just fine because they are. And that's, that's what we've become. This 24 hour news cycle, this TV's on all the time, this world of information, the information orgy that is our television. Just picture everybody up there who's talking to you as a salesman trying to sell you aluminum siding and you'll be just fine. And just like that, episode one of The Compulsive Giraffe is in the books. Thanks for listening. And remember, there is no good life. There is no bad life. There is just life. So live it. And listen again. There will be more to come on The Compulsive Giraffe. And until then, thanks again for stopping by. Have a great rest of your day. This is The Compulsive Giraffe saying peace. We'll catch you later.